0: renaissance kiana rena- renaissance
1: well i mean that's what it's based on but that doesn't work as well
0: no kiana <laughs> Renaissance, i know but kiana Renaissance doesn't really work either it, i mean it works
1: better than <laughs> Keanu renaissance
2: renaissance yeah, right you're both pretty <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> okay you two you're both pretty Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time On Our Hands podcast. We're back for the second time this week, continuing our E3 review. Well, we've done all the conferences, we've covered all the major developers and the major publishers, so now it's time for us to have a look at the things that we liked. The things that confused the living fuck out of us, and the things that we didn't really like that much. So... We've, got, we've been joined by someone else this time, so Dan is opposite me, hello. Hello. I'm here, Tom, and Duncan is back. Hello, Duncan. Hello. <laughs> hello there. <laughs> There's a slight delay on the East Coast. And uh, obviously we've West got Coast. Johnny... Oh, sorry, the North Coast. West Coast?
0: We, West Coast.
2: West Coast. There's a slight delay yeah. on the West Coast. West
0: side. Too. And the yeah. And, and I just got- did do a West Side hand. Yeah, West Side. Yes, and instantly West our, best, baby.
2: our credibility has dropped. Yeah,
1: yeah, very cool. Obviously we've got Johnny Silverhand here though too. Yes. Uh, Silverhand. To uh, to raise his back up.
2: Don't again. worry, guys, my Silverhand hand could save the <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's not just a clever name. <laughs> yeah. Johnny fucking Silverhand. Johnny
1: fucking Silverhand. I'm so excited about that. Right. So yeah. We're going to go through the stuff we like, stuff we didn't like, stuff that confused us.
2: Let's kick, let's kick it off. Dan, go. Just go. Something you like. Oh, liked. no.
1: But I don't want to go for the low-hanging fruit. So, okay. Stuff I like, then. I'll go for something a little bit out of there to, to free up the obvious ones for people. 12 minutes. We mentioned it briefly on the last one. Yes. The, uh, it's a game. It's top-down. Uh, it's meant to be a horror. Um, and what they showed of us was um, a uh, wife about to break the news that she's pregnant to her husband and the husband's not excited in the slightest uh, throughout the whole thing and just says you're about to tell me you're pregnant or uh, there's going to be a knock at the door in a minute someone accusing you of murdering your father I'm the only one that can protect you and you need to tell me the truth so it goes through the whole thing, the door knocks, someone comes in someone gets shot, can't remember who and then it cuts back to the start again and it's just like this loop and it's obviously the same 12 minutes this loops, and you've got to figure out what you can actually do with it as well. Nice, I really, do like really, that sort it, of crazy stuff. Yeah, that game is right up my street. That's 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 my kind of game. I mean, obviously, if you could drift in cars in it as well, that would be more up my street. But.
2: Uh, <laughs> For the
1: time being, this kind of like psychological, kind of thriller, horror kind
2: of thing. That's that's definitely my kind of thing. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I do like that kind of stuff. Something yeah. that subverts expectations.
1: But it was at the Microsoft press conference, so it's coming out in 2060. Yeah, so yeah. So. so yeah, apparently
2: so with the vast majority of other things. Yeah, definitely.
1: 2020s really full of games, by the way.
2: Yeah, 2019 feels a bit, a little bit... Um, Threadbare. Leaky. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of things that we were kind of expecting this year have sort of leaked into next year. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And that, that it, it looks great, so I'm quite excited about that. But, you know, I, I would rather play a game when it's finished. Exactly. Mm.
1: Couldn't agree more, Tom. Mm. You hit the nail Boop! on the head. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, 12 minutes looks fun. That's one of the games that... That kind of, uh, I raised an eyebrow too that wasn't one of the obvious ones. Yeah. Um, there's a few that, that really kind of made me go, oh, that's interesting. And that was definitely one of them. Uh,
2: can I say something that I didn't like? Go on then. Um, that Fallout 76 <laughs> has <laughs> Just now... Just stop there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's it. Uh, they've introduced, uh, they've actually sort of, you know, in almost an admittance that Fallout 76 was a colossal waste of time. Yeah. Gone. Oh yeah, there's, there's going to be NPCs now. Yeah, there's going to be quest givers and yeah. stuff like that. It's like, oh, okay. So, so what you're making, you're, you're actually turning it into a Fallout game now. Yeah, is that is that the plan? You know, because I mean, you know, previously the what we had was a just a sort of a, a fucking shit kind of massively multiplayer online role playing game in an environment that's colossal.ly wasted on the. Uh, but but you're but you're going to bring it back to actually being a Fallout game now. Is that is that the idea? It's, it's just fucking ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. It really gets on my goat. Massive misstep from start to finish. Yeah, totally agree. Um,
0: Tag, tagging uh, on to that, yeah. um, where they also announced the, the, oh, you were just talking about the, the internet cuts out a bit. So yeah. was that the wasteland? Wastelands one, which is the, yeah, the the, the whole blo- uh, battle royale style.
1: Well, no, that's that's the nuclear winter one, the battle royale thing. Oh, no, oh yeah,
0: yeah, the nuclear winter. I didn't like that.
1: No, totally agree. I,
0: I again, I I agree with you, Tom, on the that extra Fallout thing. Oh look, um, yeah, you can do yeah the NPC thing, and then bring in the battle royale. It's like, no, I don't want to be the I don't know. It's just it's kind of like trying to it's trying to jump on the bandwagon, but actually tripping up and just. Gashing your head open on the back of the bandwagon <laughs> as it leaves you in the mud. Do you know and what it just- is?
2: It's 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 almost compounding the issue. It's like it's like first of all, introducing NPCs is a is a categorical admittance mm. that they that they that Fallout seventy six was wrong to not include them, and then going, but to, but to make it even better, we're going to jump on the bandwagon that has literally been rolling down the hill for mm. the last 2 or 3 years already and is a massively over um overfilled market now PUBG and Fortnite when they were head to head at least you had two different takes on a really you know new and exciting kind of game experience and then you know Black Ops 3 had a battle royale mm. mode everything else is getting battle royale modes and now Fallout 76 are just like You know, on a traditionally single-player game, like, well, yeah, we're going to do a Battle Royale mode as well. And as Dan quite rightly pointed out in the last one, because, of course, you'd want a Battle Royale mode with something like Fallout 76, you know, with the Fallout games being (laughs) role-playing games so that your skills with weapons are directly affected by the skill points that you allocate to them. So if you haven't allocated skill points to them, you're going to be shit at it. But in general, the the shooting mechanics on Bethesda
1: games are fucking terrible. Yeah. So like, because no it's story yeah. first. Yeah. No one cares. That's why you've got Vats.
2: Yeah. That's why Vats exists. Yeah. Is so that and it's story first, which is mm. which is why there should have been MP, proper NPCs. Yeah. To start with, and there's barely anyone in fucking Fallout seventy six anyway. You're just yeah. disparate on your own, a floating piece of sea snow.
1: I, I don't understand how it can possibly compete with something like PUBG. Or, or Fortnite. they can't.
2: No. It won't. No. Colossal misstep from start to finish. So I think that's a colossal um, thumbs down from all of us here. Yeah. At the TMTOAOH studio. So is, is it back to me now? Oh, or Whatever, we, man. Do do, it's don't don't know, like a free-for-all. Yeah, you, know, you can yeah. do whatever you like. I mean, I've done something I, I don't like. You've done something you, you like. like. Yeah. Why not do something now that confuses you? Confuses me.
1: Um, you mean apart from the whole Square Enix conference? I mean, apart
2: from everything in the Square Enix yeah. conference. <laughs> it, um,
1: I don't know what the new Avengers game is.
2: Yeah, I can imagine that you as a big Marvel fan could be, you know, forgiven for being scared and afraid and all that sort of stuff.
1: I, I mean, I've got, I I still think it's going to be good. I just don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> I,
2: I have it I
0: seems poked the box. L- l- I don't know when it's, done, I don't un- n- understand when it's set, but mm. I enjoyed it it looks good I yeah. also might just you know it's Travis and uh, Laura from
1: Critical Role that's, yeah. that's that, the, the one thing that's, that's getting me through the, the, the voice acting will be good in this is it, definite yeah. uh, because you've got them you've got Nolan North and you've got Troy Baker as well who are who are the, probably four of the better voice actors in fact throw in Mercer there and you've, you've got probably five I, I actually add in Mark Hamill and Tara Strong then oh. that's like the dream team isn't it oh, really God, but yeah. But um, I think um, I just we didn't really see much of it, and then they explained it really badly. I'm just confused. I'm not <laughs> worried about it because I think it will be good, whatever it is. Yeah. But the fact that they they, they turned around on themselves so many times announcing it, I say even in the last pod, even the the bit where they said we don't want to leave anyone behind, so. You won't have to pay for any of the DLC. which, rapturous applause. Plus, it'll be coming out earlier on PlayStation Four. It's like, well, you mean so 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 you will be leaving some people behind there. Yeah. Okay. Cool. The people that didn't invest instead, instead of the people that didn't invest in the DLC, the people that didn't spend that are now. I suppose there will people that do this go and spend three hundred pounds on a console just so they can get the, the Marvel Avengers game early. You
2: don't have to spend three hundred quid on a console to to play that. I mean, you can get a pre-owned one for about one hundred and seventy quid. Okay Tom I mean that wasn't really the point I was trying to make Oh so, yeah, sorry sorry yeah, sorry, yeah.
1: It's so uh, I sorry. think I think I think it's just um I don't know I'd like to have seen more considering it was meant to be at the conference last year and it wasn't and then it was there this year and it was just a bit underwhelming like they, it feels like they've gone out of their way to say this is not the MCU because it's not that they they yeah. they've said that this is their own universe and they they've got their own styles And I quite like some of the stuff in it. But, like, I have an issue if you've got a character that's as well known as Hank Pym and you have to explain that it's Hank Pym. You have to say the words Hank and then see him shrink something. Yeah. Say that this is Hank Pym. Then you've probably... The character model's probably shit.
2: Yeah. I mean, he's not as instantly recognisable as people like Johnny Silverhand.
1: No, no one's as instantly recognisable as Johnny (laughs) Silverhand. (laughs) running theme for the next five years, I think, in this podcast will oh be Johnny God, Silverhand. Johnny Silverhand. He's got to become a character.
2: He, what, in Whoa. the pod? Whoa. Johnny Silverhand. Hang on. You need to open that can? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me get my silver hand on it. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, I fucking love it. I, I'm,
1: I'm, it's yeah. the
2: gift that keeps on giving,
1: Johnny Silverhand. Yeah. Johnny Silverhand.
2: Well, Cyberpunk
1: 2077 is you mean? Well, I'm sure someone will explain this in a second. So let's yeah. let's leave that one alone. Yeah. But yeah, I'm very confused by what the Marvel Avengers game is. But I'm sure we'll find out in the next couple of weeks when we see gameplay footage.
2: It's almost like we said this is a kind of running theme for the show. There's a lot of stuff you come away from going. Ah, it looked interesting, but I'm also just a bit like I, I don't know what. Mm. What's going on and what's going to happen? You know, like you, it's almost like a beautiful nightmare. It's just yeah. I don't really know what's what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, there's, there's, I think there's been a change in style at E3 this year.
2: Yeah, uh, and I said it in the last pod, and I'll say it on this pod. It's described by Ben Crowshaw as the show that persists.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, it's
2: about making noise.
1: Yeah, and I'm and that's all I'm it glad it's there days. because I love it. I love well, it gives us something to do every year. <laughs> exactly for two weeks. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, um, but it's. Easiest content we've ever. Oh had to my create. god, it's crazy. We just go down our list and talk yeah. shit about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Marvel, Avengers, no clue. Oh, I thought it was a <laughs> command. Marvel, marvel at me, <laughs> marvel at my yeah. majesty. <laughs> right, who's next? He's got something else they want to talk. Duncan. about?
0: Duncan, I quite like the look of Watch Dogs Legion.
1: Oh my god, I... me too. Yeah, Carry that, on.
0: look, I, I, I actually, had, I only saw. Uh, where did I... See? It was either on the... It, there was something shared on Instagram or it was Twitter and I watched it. I was like, oh my days, that looks brilliant. And then watching it again, it, I just loved the idea of it being post-Brexit Britain and yeah. dystopian and everything. It looks amazing. And the the, the flexibility of it, I, it just looks so good. I, you know, early March next year. Um, yeah. And also interesting... That is also one of the games coming out on Google Stadia because I don't think everything is, but this is one of those.
1: So, uh, Ubisoft, one of the uh, developers or publishers, sorry, that have they've said they're back in Google Stadia, um, and they're very, to be to uh. their to their credit, they're very good at jumping on these things, what, striking while the iron's hot. They did it with the Switch as well. Yeah. So, so fair play to them. So. You know we'll see we'll see what happens, but but yeah i th- I think I, I i I think they might know something that other developers don't necessarily know <laughs> We know something you don't know yeah, I think it's going i think i'm I'm quite excited for Google Stadia, yeah, so am I It could be a revolution in gaming yeah. but yeah, no you're right, yeah I'm
0: it thinking. seems a lot of, l- lot of folk are
2: definitely right uh Tom, what you got uh, I liked the look of doom infinite eternal doom eternal I'm <laughs> all right okay let's try that again i uh, <laughs> we'll leave this in whatever i liked the oh, do you know what? there's two games there fuck it i'm gonna take two because i'm, I a, I'm a selfish that's halo fucker. infinite <laughs> yeah halo infinite and doom eternal i'm gonna go for halo infinite first sure okay absolutely loved it um and only because yeah, it's not a bit of gameplay trailer, but I'm pretty sure that's as, that's how good the engine is going to look. Because it, it was in-engine footage, wasn't it? It's in-game footage, that.
1: Yes, because we saw him in the suit as well with the, right. the shield go
2: Which is just a good sound, and I'm pleased to see that.
0: Is that the noise your cock makes when it gets erect sometimes? Yeah,
2: apparently the noise is going
1: on in the background there, Duncan, as well. Yep. Yes, I'm
0: very excited. Master Chief is making milk. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) That's grim.
2: Uh, That's what he was doing, floating out in space for all that time. Well, may as well make some milk. Um, I like the fact that it feels like the universe has been scaled back a little bit. I think I mentioned that previously, but um, it's nice to see that that is uh, being scaled back. Halo Combat Evolved was all about um, just you on this ring world, not really kind of, aware of what was going on around you, but kind of conscious that there was a um, a bigger war, that this was a sort of a side note to, a sort of a side theatre to, a very significant side of it, obviously. Um, and what I like is that it's almost acknowledging that Halo 5 was a big misstep, um, which which I think it was, you know, uh, opening up the universe to all those multiple planets, multiple locations. has not really been what Halo's been about. You know, if you look at the successful Halo games, they've all been kind of based on a specific area or or logical um, locations and, and often they're logical because the chief is there, like he's on Earth in Halo three, and then he transitions over to um, the ark, and that's really where the game takes place on two proper locations because he's there whereas Halo Five is fucking all over the place, like you know you've sat, one minute you were the elites, and next minute you're on um, that weird planet with Cortana you know fucking shit up and stuff, and this one is like it's just chief a destroyed ring world and a dude on a pelican like and that's it like something's happened and you know obviously chief's gonna save the day you know fucking hell even halo 4 had a more uh, comprehensive and um, understandable campaign it feels i mean halo infinite already feels like a better game than um halo 5 (laughs) and i haven't played it and i don't know what it looks like i'm more excited about halo infinite than i was about halo 5 ever yeah I, even though halo 5 had that great trailer with the yeah. chief with the sort of i don't know why he was wearing a cloak <laughs>
1: which had nothing to do with the game
2: had nothing to do with no. the
1: game no um, and there was so many so much lead up material that had nothing to do with the game
2: as well it never once played a single part in it beyond the characters cuz the lead up material was great cuz they yeah but, but they're almost like sort of oh man if you listened to that you would have totally understood why all this was like mm. really important and it's like that's not the point yeah you've got to bring people with you on this all the other games have been interlocked.
1: I will, I will say it's definitely worth listening to those podcasts, though.
2: Well, yes, it may be very well This, listen- Yeah, but that's the point. It's not me- it shouldn't be like that. No. If, if, I always talk about hero, help, and hygiene content. Hero hub, sorry, hero hub and hygiene. Mm. The heroes are the big game. Everything else shouldn't detract from the hero. It should support it. It shouldn't, but, you know, the hero is where everything should be concentrated. That's mm. the thing you slice up to make the other content whereas Halo 5 was 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 literally literally you know it was written down in places it was all about the stuff that happened around it yeah. you know if you listened to all that stuff then Spartan lot would have made sense but as it was you just had this kind of personalityless characterless character that you that supposedly is after Master Chief because he's done nothing worse than like you know running out on a parking ticket
1: well, it wasn't even about Spartan Locke. In the in the lead-up material, was all about Chief mm. and, and what he'd supposedly done and how Oni were trying to blame him for it. Um, but which, it which gives just, background
2: to yeah. what Spartan Locke's trying to do. He's trying to bring yeah. him in for the supposed crimes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, it's um,
0: it's just the crimes were a bit late. Well yeah. no, no, it
1: just never explained it in the actual within the actual game. No, it was never explained.
2: And then suddenly the Arbiter's in there and you're like, well, what's going on here? And it's all quite exciting. And then you move and you disappear into like the netherworld again. Mm. So Halo Infinite, very excited about that. If it can, you know, it's, it's even doing away with the number scheme. So it's almost, it's almost kind of setting itself up for a completely mm. new um, uh, sort of storyline and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, uh, I, I find pleasing. Yeah. So I, I like that. Yeah, I, I find it pleasing as well. Also, so. it was good to hear Halo music again.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, 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 a lot's been said that it just the music tends to do things to people, and that's accurate. It really does tend to do things to me. Yeah. So, like, I, I get very excited every time I hear it. I'm I'm a big me fan. Me too. Yeah, I get yeah. very excited. Yeah. But yeah, okay. Uh, whose turn is it? Should, who wants to go next? I think it's your turn. Oh,
2: okay, I'll do something.
1: Stop mentioning Elder Scrolls 6. Stop mentioning Starfield until you can actually show us something.
2: Yeah, if you're not if you're not going to do fuck all with it, yeah. then then don't bother. Like even if you want to show us a cinematic trailer and play the Skyrim music under
1: it, I'll take that. That's fine. But uh if you're not going to do that then then just stop saying, "Oh, well, um this is definitely coming." Cuz I I I don't give a shit that it's definitely coming. Yeah. Mm.
0: Uh, I'm going to tag on there because I was a bit I liked the Blades switch I was like yay that's, that was nice but then I I have to admit I got a bit confused when it their announcements of suddenly there was the whole reel of what was it Elson Weir mm-hmm. and then the other ones all all it included I, I have to admit I got a bit confused at that mm-hmm. point I was like oh but this is not oh, it's exciting but it's not quite what we were I think everyone it was it was trying to make up for the fact that they weren't going to do Elder Scrolls six.
1: I I feel like there there are issues if you have to repeatedly tell us that people are playing Fallout seventy six and Elder Scrolls Online. Um, (laughs) If you have to repeatedly tell us because we don't know, then there's issues. I know people. I know right now there are millions of people playing Overwatch. Right, Blizzard, don't ram that down my throat every five minutes to tell me that millions of people are playing Overwatch. Yeah. Uh, I know that there are millions of people probably playing Fortnite right now, right? But they don't really ram that down my throat. They just get on with it and and release content. And I understand that Fortnite is very popular. Yeah. I couldn't tell you who's playing Fallout 76 right now. And for oh, me... I'm not. No, me neither. Because I tried it and it was shit. Yeah. Um, And I couldn't tell you that... I, I don't think I've ever seen someone... I remember when Pokemon Go came out and I went for a walk and I walked past probably seven people playing Pokemon Go. I don't think I've ever been on a train with someone playing Elder Scrolls Blades, no matter how popular they claim it is. And I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Don't get me wrong. And I'm sure there are people sitting there playing it on a train. But at the same time, you don't don't repeatedly tell us that these are incredibly popular. Just just make it work.
2: Just yeah. make it work. It's like every, every company in a certain field will say, you know, the UK's number one. Yeah. You know, but they're not. No. It's like Blade Switch. It might be fun. But then <laughs> you've already
1: got Skyrim on the Switch. Yeah, exactly. And it's just brilliant. Yeah. Like, I, I respect the one thing I respect about Bethesda is that they are really committing to moving
2: everything to the Switch, which makes a lot of sense in my opinion. I will tack onto that very slightly, yeah. just by saying, uh, speaking of things coming to the Switch, something that I am very excited about the prospect of playing on the Switch is Alien Isolation. Yeah, I think that is great. I, I love that game with all my heart, and I think, I think playing it portably is great, and having the option with the Switch to go on holiday with it, and to know that I've got big triple A games like that that I can play, I can play Doom on it. We also know that Doom Eternal is coming on it. Mm. You know, it's, and Witcher 3 is going to be on yeah. the Switch as well. I mean, th- these are huge games, huge games, hours and hours of play that you can, you can take on your little handheld that you can then plug into a telly and then play. You, I mean, it's the best thing to have mm. if you're a gamer on holiday. Yeah. Oh my God, how exciting is that? Well, th- if only they would drop the fucking prices on the eShop. <laughs> the thing with the Switch as well is, it's oh got that. Dan just did like a full hand face rub there. <laughs> it just,
1: felt good. Yeah. It felt really <laughs> yeah. good. Not going to lie. Um, it's, the thing with the Switch is, it's just in its own right, and the, it's the thing that I never thought it would be. It's a great games console. It is, man. I thought it would be a great it's the handheld. It's kitty's titties. I was pretty certain it would be a good handheld. But the fact that I sometimes. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, I thought I had a sneeze coming. Okay. Carry Karen. I was, I was pretty certain it was going to be a, a good handheld. Uh, but, I, I mean, I regularly play it in its dock.
2: In its dock? Yeah. You like to dock it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I do, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Dock in it. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, yeah. no, I'm,
1: I'm with you. Alien Isolation. And, and more games being ported to the Switch just shows that they're doing a good job, really, because that never happened with the Wii U, did it?
2: Here, motherfucking here.
1: Yeah. Right, what else have people got? Have people got?
0: One? Well, um, I mean, Doom Eternal. Tom mentioned it. Yeah. Let's mention it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, I, from what I understand, the, the mechanics haven't changed that much. No. No? Um, but it's just more Doom. And it seems to be faster. From what I understand, it's got more of a vertical element to it. That the first one didn't have. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah, Are you going to get it, Duncan?
0: Uh, probably. Nice. It is... It, uh, it was very... It looks really nice. Yeah. I mean, it is just... Yeah, uh, it just looked so good. Yeah, of course. It's just... It's not... They don't need... With Doom, you don't need to do anything too fancy. You just need to make it... Actually, the key thing with Doom probably is more how good is the soundtrack going to (laughs) be? Because doing soundtrack was epic. Mm. And so if they can replicate that, that is probably more important. I mean, it just looks, it looks really grandiose, a really, really grand. Yes. You can see the, I was, I, yeah, it was, it was visually one of the, one of the most impressive ones that, that we saw, I think yeah it's
2: de- it's definitely a thing what is good yeah. yeah and we we saw enough
1: of it to get excited about it as well yeah um I think
0: the chainsaw bit, or just mm. opening with that was just yeah that 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 was nice. <laughs> I like the chainsaw <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it probably says too much about me sorry
2: no, it's great it's yeah. i mean it's 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 brilliant because like the new doom just has yeah. got down pat superb game mechanics, yeah. It almost conditions you to be like, when you're running low on ammo, get the chainsaw out. Yeah. Because then you'll be rewarded with ammo. It's like, it's inexplicable. There's no reason for, like, the enemies to dump ammo. But it's just like, it becomes the game mechanic. It's like, Doom actually wallows and just seems to love the fact that it's a great video game. It's like, it's just a game. It's a video game. It's got mechanics. Yeah, you're in hell, but there's no realism. We don't have to be like Doom 3 anymore. We're fucking Doom Eternal. Yeah. Just kick ass and just enjoy yourself.
1: Yeah, it just makes it just goes out of its way to be fun.
2: The thing I do hope they they do get right with Doom Eternal though is um, what I noticed from the original, um, well, the 2016 reboot Doom, um, is that there was lots of times where you would walk into a room, the door would shut, and there would be, you would just have to like face wave after wave of enemies, and then you'd move on to the next bit, and then the door would shut, and then you'd have to kill those people in like an arena. And it, there was a lot of. It felt like you were sort of like, "Oh, here's a big pitch battle. Right, here's the next big pitch battle. Here's the next big pitch battle." It was. It was just. It was a lot of repetition. That it was great. I'm not saying it's bad, but I just hope they kind of break that up a bit more. Uh, I don't know what you guys feel about it, having played it.
1: I I I, I didn't hate that.
2: I, I I'm not saying I hated it. I'm just saying no, I, I felt like it became a bit repetitious after a while.
1: I I, I saw it as, a, in the same way that when you play Portal, you. You you go into a room, you do a puzzle. You go into the next room, you do a puzzle. I saw it as that you'd go into a room, you'd figure out how you're going to kill everything in the room, and mm. <laughs> then how you're going to get through to the next one. So I, I kind of saw it as a bit of a puzzle, really. I, I think I kind of that's what they're going for. But but then then there would have these big open areas, wouldn't they? I I, say, I think from what I understand, this has got much more kind of vertical element to it as well. You yeah. have to climb up walls to get to some of the bad guys. Yeah. That kind of thing, so. I did
2: quite like those jumping mechanics in, mm. in doom it's got to be said it's very cool. you just move far and fast, yeah, far and fast, yeah. and to be fair though, you know you look back on the usual on the old dooms, like the original dooms you didn't move as fast as you remember moving, no doom captures the what someone said the, i think it might have been you it captures yeah. the nostalgia of what those games were like oh
1: doom doom plays like you remember like you remember the, but the not original. actually how
0: it was yeah 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 the, the, the very first the very original doom had quite good dark corridor one-on-one surprise moments where you would go around and suddenly there was one of those pink demons and it was starting to eat your face and you were like, whoa, shit, and you have to run backwards. But, um... I mean... um th- Get the boom stick out and try not to blow yourself up with the rocket launcher. Oh,
1: yeah. Try, yeah. try, try not to blow yourself up. That's the one thing I like about this. It didn't... There were, there were no, like, jump scares in, in this Doom game.
2: I did quite... I mean, I liked the atmosphere of Doom 3. Mm. I did. I liked what it... I liked the tech of Doom 3 as well. Um... I admire. I admire what they did with it, mm. I, but I again I didn't like the fact that almost every time you saw like a health kit or a gun upgrade or something like that, you would go and pick it up, and suddenly, you know, seven or eight panels would just fly off the wall, and there would be tons of enemies would just descend on you out of these panels. It's like it was, and that kind of cheap jump scare mm. got used over and over again. The stuff in Doom Three that I loved the most was picking up a. Um, for instance, one of the logs, like the audio logs, and listening to a guy saying, well, you know, we've been down here in this processing unit for the last couple of days, and some of my guys are getting a bit freaked out. One, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure that when I was working on this bit of machinery, I heard someone say, over here. And I looked around behind me, and there was nothing there. I'm not entirely sure what's going on, Hmm. but I'm getting pretty freaked out. And you kind of forget about it, and probably about 20 minutes later, you walk into a room, and you hear, over here. And you turn around, and that's when it gets you and i I, those were the bits that i really liked the kind of thought out paced kind of bits because you're like oh shit i just read that audio log from that guy that said this happened you know you like it was good i love that bit that that bit and the um the spider lady calling you down the corridor help me help me (laughs) yeah fucking freaky when doom 3 got the atmosphere right yeah it got it right yeah definitely The devil is real. I know. I built his cage. But I don't think
1: there's any reason why they couldn't go for a a Doom 3-style game at some point as well. Yeah. Because, I mean, Doom was essentially a remake of Doom. Yes. So maybe at some point they'll go for the survival horror room. But I think they're just having too much fun making this incredibly fluid. Yeah.
2: Imagine Doom survival horror. I think it would genuinely just be far too scary. Yeah.
1: Well, okay, I'll move on to something else I really like then. We saw a couple of decent horror games in this. Yeah. Uh, and one of them being the Blair Witch, which looks really good, I think. Yeah, you brought that up last time. Yeah. Like, I, I like the idea of, um, like, I was, I was watching it thinking, oh, this looks fun. This looks good. This mm. looks like it's going to be really good. And then you get into the room and you see the person facing the corner. Yeah. Like, shit, this is a Blair Witch game, isn't it? Holy shit balls! And um, I think that's, it, it's, it's quite relevant still, like, weirdly. I think people know what Blair Witch Project is. It's a really atmospheric film. Exactly. Yeah, and I think they can capture even an iota
2: of that atmosphere,
1: And it looks like it's all
2: uh,
1: done through, through a camera. Yeah. The,
2: the problem is, yeah. The problem is that the, you know the, the, the medium of, the medium of film, mm. hour and a half, ninety minutes mm. to capture an audience to invest you in the story. It's not long. You don't have to sustain atmosphere for that long. A Blair Witch game spread over a, maybe a ten-hour play mm. length maybe even longer, that's a long time to keep the atmosphere up. I mean, games like Outlast 2 have all the right ingredients, but fucked up when they were making the cake. Mm. Outlast 1 had all the right ingredients and managed to get the atmosphere yeah. absolutely spot on the whole way through. It's, a, it's really hit and miss. I mean, that's the thing. In short bursts, horror is really, really good. Mm. You know, And it's funny, really, because a lot of the games that did it well, like Silent Hill 2 you know, are difficult to surpass, mm. even today. Even The Evil Within didn't manage to prolong the sense of horror for enough time during... Well, that,
1: you know, leads me to another thing I like. ghost Wide Tokyo.
2: Yeah. It looks really, really good. I'm really excited about that. They're going down the Japanese horror yeah, style thing. That yeah, That
0: confused me slightly.
2: Okay, yeah. so we've got a like, and a, I'm confused by it.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I watched it, mm. and I was just like, well... Eh, what's going on? Who are you? <laughs> I honestly watched the trailer and I, I might be just... I'm just missing missing it. I could be being really simple, but I didn't really... I didn't really get it. I, mean, I get, sort of get the premise that there are weird supernatural forces and you're out to fight them and you have to sort of solve it and it looks beautiful. Hmm. You know, proper good. As you say, Japanese horror... It looks beautiful, but aspects of it, I was like, I I don't necessarily, uh, yeah, I just didn't necessarily get all of it because I was quite excited for it. It did sound, it sounded good, Mm. but I wasn't watching it. I didn't quite get it.
1: So I I get the feeling it's in the early stages for starters. Um, And the other thing is it's by Tango Studios who made the Evil Within games. So I would—they've—they've they've got a pedigree of making incredibly stylish games. Just the Evil Within games kind of missed the mark in terms of, of horror. I yeah. think um, now the, the Japanese horror tends to be some of the best in terms of yep, of, yes. of, of the ability to scare you and just being really odd. Uh, Something—I mean, obviously, I mean, look at some of the films from the '90s. That just just managed to just really get the mark. The ring. Yeah. Um, I think that what they've done is, is really smart and 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 looked at the horror genre in terms of games and thought we can do something really weird and fucked up. And and I think all we saw from from what they showed us was some of the characters that are going to be in it. Yeah. Um, and if you see some of the characters in the evil within, it, it fits what they they did with that to a T. Um, some really odd characters in that game. Yeah. Um, and i I, i'm i'm excited by the fact that i I like the style more than anything yeah i mean the game could be bobbins you're absolutely right Duncan. they didn't really show us anything but but what they have shown us is 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 some of the people that are going to be in this game and if they do it right it could be a a really interesting game that i probably won't have the balls to play
2: yeah
0: (laughs) Or the enough underpants yeah um yeah i might not I probably won't get it i I did like the cutscene. I think some of it is it just looks brilliant that bit where you suddenly see people looking a bit panicky in a supermarket pausing and then it just goes behind the pillar and then suddenly all the clothes just are falling down that was that was smart that um, was, yeah, that made it look yeah. pretty cool
1: yeah yeah, yeah. i th- i think i i think I think it's. I mean, I'd like to think Bethesda know what they're doing, but they have fucked up a few times, haven't they, recently? Bethesda? They have. Um, I, I have a feeling this, this, might be, might, this might be interesting, to say the least. And I, I, I'm, I'm intrigued more than anything, and I will keep an eye on on, on, on its
2: progress. I will keep a beady eye on this process. Yeah. Um, just quickly before we move on, uh, how long have we been recording this episode for? About 30 minutes. About 30 minutes? Yeah, yeah. We've got a bit of time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, can we talk about something that we really like? Go on, then. Can we talk about Cyberpunk 2077? Oh yes, we can. Of course, we can. <laughs> okay, so, so, so what's Cyberpunk
1: 2077,
2: Tom? So, so before before we get onto the inevitable awesomeness oh. of Johnny Silverhand and his Silverhand, let's go through the trailer. Okay, so great setup, yep. really dynamic. I noticed no one's been complaining about how we don't see any gameplay footage in this one, but the problem is, I think that's yeah. probably the game engine. Yeah, it definitely is. Which, yeah. which looks great because The Witcher stunning. Three was yeah. already fabulous. Yeah. So, if CD Projekt Red have been refining their game engines up to this point. Then, I mean, honestly, that it, it's got to that's that is that's got to be the game engine. Um, I love the setup. I loved. Uh, I love Cyberpunk stuff anyway, so I love the sort of, you know, sort of body modification through technology and, and stuff like that. And, you know, him with his Adam Jensen style swords coming out of his arms oh my God, and they look so cool. I mean look, you know, Deus Ex did it first. You know, Cyberpunk might do it best. I loved um, I loved it when she hacked his arm and hacked him. Yeah. And made him go all weird and twitchy and all that sort of stuff.
1: Because what it's doing is implying that this is something this is a skill you might be able to get. That oh, you yes. might be able to just cause someone to just like fall to the ground. Like yeah.
0: I 2 like the, oh, the the first person aspect mm. of it going, Well this might actually be your view during gameplay. And uh yeah, the bit where they end up I mean you knew what was about to to uh happen um but it still was awesome and then the the the, both of them shooting each other at the same time yeah was pretty yeah that was
2: good definitely also i will say again deus ex did it first but cyberpunk 2077 might do it best so
1: the other thing about this is the first trailer we saw for cyberpunk was was very bright yes it was set during the daytime it was blue skies uh, and seemed desperate to move away from, like, the the, uh, the Blade Runner tag. Yeah. This one <laughs> felt very Blade Runner-y. It did. Because it was at night. Um, the way they were dressed. Like, the person that he's interacting with, the, the the graphics on that just looks... I know it's a cinematic yes trailer, but it looks incredible. And we get a bit of a storyline as to what's going on. Yes. It feels like when you read... Uh, when you read like the, 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 the book, the RPG book for the tabletop, it feels like these, these are like missions straight from that, uh, straight from the tabletop, like you know, you've got to go rob a chip from a bank or whatever it is, mm. and you've got to bring it back to these dodgy guys. And like, with the augmentations, the idea that you're constantly upgrading your body, yeah. with turning yourself into a living weapon. Uh, with with uh, can you imagine like with the eyes that you can like bring in like uh, like, a filter, like, a, like heat seeking filter
2: like like heat sensor filters and and all kinds of stuff. It's not treading ground that Deus Ex the original Deus Ex didn't tread. It's just it's Deus Ex for the modern age.
1: Y- you are aware that Deus Ex wasn't the first uh, dystopian future neopunk. No, but it was the take f- on anything. But it was
2: the first cyberpunk game that really found a huge audience and critical acclaim. Yeah. And actually made you feel like it. I mean if you've uh, have you ever played the first Deus Ex I game haven't played all the, the first way one, no. to Right. I played it when it came out yeah. uh, and was blown away by it. It yeah. captured Cyberpunk to a T. Yeah. Deus Ex Human Revolution, let's not count Invisible War yeah. because while it's a good game and stuff like that, it's not really brilliant. It's not as, as sort of masterpiece esque as the mm-hmm. others. Deus Ex Human Revolution is you know, effectively, I mean, it is a cyberpunk mm. um, adventure. It's you know, it's about body modification. In fact, it deals with the yeah. the political struggles at the time that people are beginning to modify themselves with machinery. Yeah, it's dealt with that subject matter. Admittedly, it's sequel, "Mankind Divided," while the powers are now more interesting and you yeah. can do more exciting stuff, like you can hack screens and hack people's augmentations and all that kind of mm. stuff. Is really cool. It's a very short game, like I've said. Cyberpunk twenty seven seven. Didn't do it first, but it might do it best. Well, it's like The Witcher.
1: There's nothing particularly original about what the Witcher does, yeah. it just does it better than everyone else. Absolutely.
2: There's no yeah. treading of new ground here. No. But, but it that is matter. going to be awesome. Yeah. That and I also I've got to say the trailer is a clear example of where potentially a new comms head and a good comms head has changed things up a bit. Mm. Because I think I mean Holly Bennett's now communication yeah. head and she's
0: great. She yeah. has
2: such an idea of what the games games industry fans are looking for, because she's a fan herself. I'd be surprised if she had anything to do with the trailer, though. But I think she would probably have impact on the marketing message. Comms heads often do. Yeah, but the actual trailer itself, I'd be surprised if she had anything to do with that. If you don't think that companies like that these days have massive input from marketing. Most companies yeah. are marketing-led these days. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. But
1: yeah I, I don't know this doesn't really matter it doesn't. um so it's <laughs> like your oh, deus deus ex point i don't really know what you're trying to get at
2: but um so uh, i'm sorry you don't understand what i'm trying to get at with no, your deus ex you, all you're trying to do is say you played deus ex before everyone else no all i'm doing. trying to say is that is this let's not let's not overstate cyberpunk 2077's place in gaming yeah, history sure. at this point. point two good trailers is yeah. one thing it's not new ground, and to and we have to admit. That no one's saying been, it is. No, no, but I'm just saying there are. <laughs> all I said it was a throwaway comment to start with, which was Cyberpunk 2077.
0: Yeah. You, it was a throwaway comment that you made a couple of times. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> but as a as a response, well, no. as a response to a statement, yeah, when sure. Dan was saying about cool powers, I was like, yeah. "It's yeah." I mean, Deus Ex had cool powers, yeah. but. Where Deus Ex did it first, so Cyberpunk 27 sy- will make those... I think it will make those powers cooler. Yeah. You'll feel then, more powerful it using system, them.
0: Wasn't, was it System Shock that was similar? Because I think there's the whole thing that you... Uh, why is it System Shock? Yeah, it is System Shock, isn't it? Yeah. And then Deus Ex were... You know, there's the whole, like, um, Bioshock.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, they so, are System Shock's along...
2: set in the future. Yeah,
1: because Bioshock's different from this. Yeah, like Bioshock's very much. You're you're altering your genetic makeup to be able to fire things.
0: Uh, yeah. there's it's more yeah. steampunk as well. Yeah,
1: much way. more steampunk. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, okay, I look the, the... we do, we don't we we yes we've had the trailers and they look sp- uh, spiffing. Yeah. Rather good. Yeah. Um, the whole world is very kind of uh, does have that Blade Runner feel, but that is very Philip K. Dick, and we're looking at sort of that kind of area of sci-fi. Well, yeah, Blade writing, Runner you know, is so... very
1: Philip K. Dick. The mm? <laughs> Blade Runner is very
2: Philip K. Dick.
0: Well, yes, I know, but that's why I mentioned it. It was the connection, but yeah, there is. Sorry,
2: Dan's in one of those moods. <laughs>
1: I'm really
0: not, I'm also, really
2: not. wasn't Philip K. It wasn't the story called And Even Androids?
0: No, Do Androids, not And. Right, do, do Androids. Androids lead. <laughs>
1: do you, yeah, I well, mean, anyway, we can get into the, the origin Actually, Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> I can go for it. When you were talking about Deus Ex, I was thinking, gosh, but the tabletop game came out 30 years ago. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: sorry, that took a minute. I'm anyway, sorry. Tom. I,
2: no, Sorry. It might I yes, just don't think you understand it, what it means to
0: It's make a not point. doing necessarily <laughs> as in augmenting and that, uh having powers might not be yep. new but we yeah. we we don't know what no. other aspects it the open they it could I be agree. so open world yeah. that that could be Hello. Hello? All right. Uh alright Well, I'll I'll just shut up. <laughs> no, I, I, I was going yeah yeah no yeah. Um <laughs> I've lost my train of thought uh we we don't know how open world this is we you know we don't know how much travelling is it all set in one place how far are you travelling um or don't even know if it's um is it actually just gonna be from that one character's point of view or are you gonna be able to do uh other play other characters, is it going to be multiple I mean, we do know lines? this.
1: The, the, this the, they, they've, they've talked about this already. It, I mean, as far as I'm aware, uh, it's set in the one city, and it's it, yeah, it's, it's going to be that one person. But it's, it's going to be the, the typical RPG thing, that you'll, be, you'll progress and you'll turn them into a super-duper soldier. <laughs> do
2: you know? Do you know <laughs> how eloquent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, do you know who I hope we get to play in the DLC, if there is any DLC? Geralt. No, Siri. a whole fucking chapter as Johnny, Johnny Silver. motherfucking Silverhand. <laughs> Johnny motherfucking Silverhand. But you've got to do like really fucking mundane stuff. Just go it's get kind of, the milk. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and every single like, you know, objective marker is like get Johnny Silverhand's milk. <laughs> get Johnny Silverhand's muesli. <laughs> Johnny Silverhand needs Brasso for his arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go get Johnny Silverhand's gyro check.
0: The, the, Can't open this jar of pickles. Go get Johnny Silverhand. <laughs> he crushes the jar of pickles. Yeah. Uh,
2: Whoa, Johnny
1: Go, Silverhand. So what we do know about Cyberpunk is we, 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 there has been gameplay shown. There was, a, there was a long gameplay trailer came out last year. Yes, true. Um, and I think what it does do differently is it doesn't, as I say, the, the last trailer set up something slightly brighter than we've seen in a lot of uh, Cyberpunk esque games and films and worlds previously and and I think they're going for a very bright feeling with this. E- even though and maybe during the day it's like that, and then at night it changes something completely different. Mm. It's not reinventing the wheel, but then so little does nowadays. It's just CD Projekt Red have a history of doing something very impressive. Yeah, um, the The Witcher is one of those games where. You can lose days to The Witcher. You can. Um, and it's, it's incredibly immersive. And I think that's what they'll be going for with this. I think there'll be more customization options. Yes. I don't think you'll be playing as like the one guy. I think, you can, I think you'll be able to play as a variety of... I think you'll be able to customize your character. That's good. I think. Anyway, I can't remember. I think they said that. I might be wrong on that. But it's... Um, yeah. I, I, the, the, it's, it's going to be an open world. From, from what I understand, and you're going to live in this. You're right, it's going to be first person as well. So so you're going to be, it's going to feel like you are experiencing this this fantastic world, basically.
2: Which is actually pretty cool because mm. it means that with for some reason on when it's a third person RPG, like The Witcher 3 was, yeah. actually the world doesn't have to be that big. The, well, the world actually has to be a bit bigger to feel big. Yeah. Whereas with a first-person game, actually, verticality makes things feel bigger. Yeah. The, the game world doesn't have to be huge to feel big, if you know what I mean. Skyrim is a very good example of this, with the sort of northern area being quite snowy and the yeah. southern area being kind of grassy Ooh. and verdant. And the transitional area, but the point between them, is roughly a third of the way down the map. Suddenly, the the snow just gets a little bit patchy, and then all of a sudden, you're into the next ecosphere.
1: <laughs> Skyrim feels massive, as it well. It does, but it's not. It's not at all. No, it, it definitely feels it. Oh, it does. Yeah, yeah. It does a very. But good it's job not. That. No, but it's not. But it does. Definitely feels it. It definitely feels it. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's, not. it's not. No, no. no. <laughs> See, I'm not in one of those moods. you just feel it. So, will we all be getting Cyberpunk, Duncan?
2: Mm? You be getting well,
0: Cyberpunk? Uh, yes. Okay.
2: Cool. Excellent. So I, I, I also will be getting Cyberpunk. Yeah. You sure? I will be. i You playing sure? It. Or are
1: you just going to be playing the first Deus Ex again?
2: Oh, I am actually <laughs> playing the first Deus Ex. Are you again, really? But I'm playing the. Um, I'm playing it with the mod called uh, Revision installed, which actually like is a massive uh, game overhaul. Expands all the areas of the game. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. If, if if people wanted, if people had never played Deus Ex. And they wanted to play it before mm. Cyberpunk twenty seven comes out twenty seventy seven comes out, I advise the revision mod. It's cool. You can get it on GOG for like uh GOG.com for mm. like pounds. It's awesome. And it makes it into a much bigger, much more modern feeling game. The one thing I hope from Cyberpunk uh-huh. is uh-huh. that uh-huh. It, I, I don't
1: yeah. want them no. to <laughs> I don't want them to shy away from the the, the tabletop roots yeah, of it. No, I want no, I want you no, to be no, able either. to have no,
2: I don't want that either.
0: I Tom, want, are you in one of your moods? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I
1: want you to be able to like. I want it to be able to feel like when you when you, you upgrade, like you're, like you're, you're flicking through. Yeah, the, yeah. flicking. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, oh wait, right, right. <laughs> um, just be over here playing Deus Ex. <laughs> yeah, sure. I know you will. Um, I want it to feel like when you're choosing like your next powers when you level up in like a tabletop game. That's. I want it to feel that way. But then. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you do fuck you. I wanted to feel. I want to feel. I just want to feel something. Yeah, I want to feel it, all of it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, feel all ten inches of it. (laughs) Johnny's silver hand. Johnny's Johnny's silver hand. Oh, whose hand is that? Well, it's silver. Oh, okay, so it's obviously Johnny's Johnny's silver silver hand. hand. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Johnny's. We haven't even mentioned Keanu Reeves yet. Where's Johnny Bolsoverwood hand? We've mentioned.
0: Imagine this. (laughs)
2: <laughs> splinters
0: um, you were going to say yeah.
1: <laughs> where's Johnny Johnny Shrimp are... Hand yeah,
0: Johnny. <laughs> that's after you've been with the dodgy prostitute yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: Johnny Johnny Batter Hand I don't know but uh, Johnny Slinky Hand's not having
1: a great time
2: <laughs> yeah
1: uh, I love it Johnny Ruby Hand's doing okay though yeah <laughs> Johnny Emerald Hand Johnny yeah. <laughs> Uh, Johnny Spam Hand, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's <laughs> really <Johnny> struggling. <laughs> yeah,
2: Johnny Sprouts Hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Johnny Broccoli Hand. No one wants him.
1: We're very excited for Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> yeah. That's the, the moral of this story.
2: Absolutely, and of course, <laughs> yeah. Keanu Reeves was there. Yeah, and someone shouted at him, "You're breathtaking." Yeah, and he shouted back, "No, you're breathtaking." I fucking love Keanu Reeves. It instantly became an internet internet yeah. meme. It did. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And they've uh, they've given him a code, haven't they? The guy
2: who, said, who shouted it. Apparently. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Whoa, have a code. Yeah.
1: I, I'm. I'm. Yeah.
2: Johnny but, motherfucking silverhead.
1: <laughs> so that's good. Uh, things I'm excited for: yeah. um, Lego expansion on Forza. Yeah. Like I I like that they do these weird little things. Like, just as soon as you've, you've probably had your fill of Forza, if you're anyone other than me, yep. um, then bring in something that just does something completely different, com- changes it to a completely different game. And the idea of just being able to drive the normal cars on the Lego circuits and the Lego cars on the normal circuits, yeah. for some reason, just really appeals to me. I think it's really fun. <laughs> and also, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm hoping I'll be able to change my, my character into a Lego man now that's all i really want from from that like the hot wheels one was good but the lego one seems more fun
2: you're Very um, you're quite easily pleased um yeah, yeah. i mean yeah yeah, yeah. fair yeah. Well,
1: i am yeah definitely i'm excited for that um just even a a a paragraph saying that that nintendo are working on breath of the wild Two or uh, oh. the sequel to Breath of the Wild was enough, and Banjo Kazooie coming to Smash I thought was a big deal as well.
2: Yeah, some exciting stuff there. Yeah. Uh, a
1: uh, a so owned by Microsoft because it's rare. Yep. Um, and as a result, they're, they're obviously doing some nice deals with Nintendo. So I wouldn't be. I don't think it'll be. I, I would be very surprised if by the end of the run of this this Smash Brothers that Master Chief isn't in that game.
2: Mm. Yeah. So, yeah that's what i i think pretty much every game needs more master chief
1: yeah definitely <laughs> do you know what needs do you know what game definitely needs more master chief uh halo, halo 5. five yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh,
2: we're so topical
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are hang on yeah. um but um yeah the, uh, any more for any more
0: well yeah, go ahead in i so with limited run announcing uh that they've they've got the deal to do the uh, Star Wars classics. Oh, Uh, yeah.
2: Great, great.
0: Yeah. Yes. Well, I might be a bit more excited about that than I am about Fallen Order.
1: (laughs) We haven't even mentioned
2: Fallen Order.
0: But that's the point. Yeah, I liked the look of Fallen Order. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a nice gameplay trailer. I am quite excited about it. Admittedly, I was more excited about that Twitter announcement, the thing you shared, Dan, and that mm. announcement that, ooh, Dark Forces and TIE Fighter getting re-released. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, because then I won't need six floppy disks and a boot disk to load up TIE Fighter.
2: I that hate gonna... to be that guy, yeah. but they're available on GOG.com and Steam. So I have a feeling that this is going to be
1: like one hub for all these things. Okay. So I think that's the point. It's just going to make it easier to... The rumour is that they're all coming to Switch. (gasps) Oh, God. Yeah. But this is a rumour. Oh, my God.
2: Oh, that's just changed it. I mean, Jesus Christ, that would be incredible. Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? Playing Dark Forces, the original, on Switch. Yeah. Oh, my God. It suddenly becomes the console.
1: Yeah. Yeah yeah from from 12 years ago <laughs>
2: but yeah yeah no I um, agree oh my god
0: well uh, as i didn't know of this gog uh so thank you tom you're very um, welcome
2: check it out man it's awesome
0: is it just for like pc laptop or uh
2: yeah pc I and laptop i mean if you've got a laptop it'll run on it most of them are all old games it does do new games as well but the whole point it was actually goodoldgames.com before it shortened it to gog.com and it's all stuff like the original uh, f- Full Throttle, the adventure games, all of that stuff. Well, anything that would run in MS-DOS, you can get on that on this platform. It's
0: brilliant. Well, you see, if it's coming out, those games are coming out on a console, i have be a bit more excited about them on a console. I would love... The problem with the TIE Fighter was, I always broke the joysticks, and this is stupid. And So I ended up having to finish the game, playing it on a mouse, and that was a ball lake so yeah. um i would kind of prefer it using a controller but anyway full in order uh i know this is for i i quite liked it i like the look of it i i really like the little droid that's really cool um but yeah yeah i i understand why people might not like it cuz it doesn't really seem to be pushing any boundaries and it doesn't really seem to be doing anything new and it's it's very it's a traditional very linear game and though the graphics do look quite nice and the scenery looks nice it doesn't look like you i don't know it, maybe it's kind of like a shiny uh tomb raider with lightsabers
2: yeah i mean and also there's that part of me that's like if it's as good as um, making if it's as good at making you feel like a powerful sort of force wielder as Force Unleashed, the original one was, then it's welcome. Because mm. we haven't had something that's got up modern graphics, so
1: yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't have to, doesn't have to be um, the most amazing game of all time. It just needs to be better than the last
2: Battle Two Battlefront game, really, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll like it and I'll play it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, fair dues. Yeah. So, how are we feeling? Any more for any more, or I think I think we're done.
1: Mention Star Wars, mention Halo, mention Forza Lego, mention Cyberpunk.
2: You got
0: another one, Duncan? Final Final yeah. Fantasy.
2: Yeah, I, I don't really. I mean, I, I don't know I played about Final some of Fantasy, them. I played yeah. some of them, but never really kind of been bitten by the bug, so to speak. Oh, I've got one more afterwards, by the way. But yeah, Final Fantasy. Go on then, Duncan. <laughs>
0: I just like the look of it. It looks so smart. I mean, I remember that, night like you've played... Actually, no, it was um, demo games on Playsta- on the original PlayStation. You used to get them... You had the playable demos, obviously, in the magazines. So it did play, uh, play a playable demo. I don't know which one, but one of them. And I enjoyed it. It was very good. But it looks so nice. If you're not... It... ah. Oh. I I would buy that. That that looks awesome. It just looks so nice. And it, it, the the gameplay looks really cool. It's it's all nice flashing bright lights. I'm very easily entertained by that. But it it looks like see I was also quite I quite enjoyed that Final Fantasy film. Um and it looks kind of like a playable Final Fantasy film which is kind of what it should be. Um, so, yeah, I, I would probably play, play that and give it a go. It, it looks great. Um, I also quite enjoyed the announcement of Microsoft Flight Simulator, oh, <laughs> which yeah. hasn't been out since 2006. <laughs> that, that, but... was
2: a, that was a, a source of uh, amusement for us too. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll, 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 we'll play it. <laughs> Fly a plane. I mean, primarily because, as, as we pointed out before, um, it'll be hitting Game Pass at some point, will not it? Yeah. So we'll be able to play it. Awesome. Yeah. It's just,
1: just been announced that um, Xbox are doing a convention in London this year.
2: Excellent. I think we should go. Yes. Let's go. Um,
1: uh, a game I'm excited for, um, Borderlands 3. Yeah. I mean, I know it's, it's old hat because it's been mentioned prior to the the uh the the whole conference but it, it it it's a game I'm really excited for and I like the extended look they showed us at uh, Xbox um and I think I know someone that's working to on on it or doing something with 2K but yeah cool um so I I'm I'm quite excited for it I had a look at the characters I like I've picked out the character I'm going to be I'm going to the, the kind of bamp places um and I'm probably going to play some Borderlands 2 up until it comes out
2: so will you go glen coco yeah I suppose so (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah that's about it I suppose excellent and on that note we round up our E3 uh, review part 2 so in the previous part if you haven't listened to it already we take a look at all the conferences piece by piece this one was more about what we liked what we didn't like and what confused us Uh, and pretty much everything that Square Enix talked about confused the fuck out of me Dan goodbye oh yeah bye Duncan goodbye Cheerio! Don't forget to check out on, on our social feeds. The handle is at TMTOOH. And on that note, we cue the music! And that's that. Oh, yeah. It is.
0: Yeah. What music were you going to put in? It should be the end of. Uh, it'll be all... <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you had something special lined up. No, yeah. Just Barry
2: White. No, just. Just a song that we wrote, you know. If that's not special enough, then
1: <laughs> I don't know what is. <laughs>